Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome to this week's solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Um, nice and short one for you today. You'll have to excuse my voice. Uh, I feel like I've got a bit of a cold or something like that, but I wanted to get this episode done. And as you would have seen from the title of today's episode, I'm going to be sharing 10 lessons that I've learned from recording over 400 episodes of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, whether that's by myself or with some of the incredible guests we've had on. These are just some of the takeaways and I feel like there's uh, a shitload more than 10 that I could put on here. But these are kind of the ones that just come to mind um, straight up. So thank you for tuning into this episode firstly. Um, I do appreciate every single person that listens to the show. Um, Hope you take away plenty of value from this episode today. And if you do, I'd love for you to take a screenshot of this one on your phone. Share it on your Instagram story. Tag me. I'd love to see um, who's listening and who's taken value from the episodes. But like I said, very fortunate to have sat down with some incredible guests um, over the 400 plus episodes that I've released um, and also to have been able to continue mastering the, the skill, I guess, of recording podcasts and getting more confident and relaxed with recording interviews with people or just recording solo episodes like even this one I'm recording right now. Um, I remember when I first started the show, I would literally put out a solo episode which went for six minutes and it would take me about two to three hours to record because I would try and perfect it and fuck it up a million times. Um, But that's kind of some of the things I want to talk about today in terms of the lessons that I've taken away from recording so many episodes um, over the years of the podcast. So we'll dive straight in. So number one is that the only way to become great at something that you currently suck at is to take action and do it. So, so often I I speak to people who want to start a podcast or want to start their own business or a social media platform or absolutely anything. And the reason that they haven't started is because they feel like they're not going to be good at it or that it's not going to be perfect and they don't know enough. And literally the only way to get good at something is to practice it. And I can tell you right now that at the very start, you are going to be shit, most likely, because I definitely was. When I started a podcast, you know, I was I was absolutely horrendous at recording audio. Like I've already kind of said, when I had interviews with guests, um, I would have them way too structured. There were so many mistakes that I would that I would make. But you know, four hundred plus episodes later, the only way I've been able to get better at doing them is by practice, and not just talking about practice. Because so many people spend their time procrastinating or talking about how they're going to implement these actions to to get better at something. But in the end of the day, that if you if you don't just start if you don't practice it and, and learn through action, then you'll never improve at that skill regardless of, of what it is. So just accept the fact that initially you probably are going to suck at it, which is fine because everyone sucks at most things when they first start out. But by by practicing and getting feedback and learning from your mistakes and, and making all the mistakes and trying to learn from other people and, and just putting in the hours 
of, of practicing a skill, you will get better. Um, so, you know, things like I, I put in the email, I sent this list out to my email list the other day. Um, if you're not on that email list already, you can just head to my website, which will be um, in the show notes below and you can join that email list for free. But I mentioned how at some point in time, I would love to write a book. Um, and, and I was always shit at English at school and pretty much still am. But the way that I'm trying to improve that skill is by writing those emails to my email list or, or spending time just writing copy about certain topics that I'm interested in um, or things like this. And then over time, things will gradually improve, hopefully, fingers crossed anyway. But without, without practicing at least, then of course, it's not going to improve. So anything that you currently suck at, the only way to get better is through action. Number two is that you do not get what you want if you don't ask. So I can think of just countless um, opportunities that I've been fortunate enough to have within my career in the health and fitness industry, but also outside of that as well, um, where if I didn't ask or if I, if I had have just kept it to myself, then it wouldn't have come true. So again, a lot of people are kind of paralyzed by a fear of rejection or failure. And in the end of the day, I've said this so many times on the show before, but if you are not currently doing something, if you're not willing to ask or if you're not starting something because of the fear of rejection or failure, then the reality is that you are already in the position you will be in if the answer is no or if it does fail, if that makes sense. So if I'm worried about starting a podcast because I hope no one will, because I think no one will listen, so I don't start the podcast then that's already reality because no one's listening to my podcast because I haven't even started it. Whereas if I do start, which is something that I did back in 2016, now you get to the point where there's there's millions of downloads and you know tens of thousands of people listening every week, which would never have happened if if I didn't just start. Or opportunities with work. Some of the clients that I'm fortunate enough to work with at the moment or the opportunities that I've had in terms of getting guests on the show would never have happened if I didn't just, um, I guess, take a risk, you could call it, and reach out to these people. There's so many guests that I would love to have on the show that I've spoken with numerous times who who have said no or who haven't been available, which is fine because if I didn't ask and I wouldn't know, but then you give the you get the chance to build that relationship, follow up on these things, and eventually in time, hopefully they happen. But again, um, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, there's so many people that have been guests on the show and that's purely just been because I've I've been willing to, to reach out and, and ask them, even if I had zero connection with them whatsoever um, initially or didn't know them um, at all personally the fact that I've been willing to reach out has led to so many incredible opportunities so you do not get what you want if you do not ask number three is that high performers that operate at the most elite level follow structure and routine so regardless of what industry or field that you are in if you, you kind of, you know, success leaves clues. So if you look at how most people operate that are at the top of their field or their industry or performing well or successful, they all have structure and routine. And it doesn't need to be the same for everyone. So whether that's being able to manage your time properly through through a diary and making sure that you're planning out your days so that you're um, as productive as possible, whether that's structure and routine with your training. You know, I've spoken so many times about how with health and fitness, I think, in terms of a program, if it's not structured and there's no routine to it, then you're always kind of just guessing your, your way to results and the same goes with nutrition. But, you know, things like morning routines, um, things like habits that you know are going to allow you to operate at, at your at your best level as well, all this comes down to, to structure and routine. You know, if, if you're someone who follows structure 
and you go away on a holiday or you take a break or you get sick or whatever, you'll notice that things start to feel out of whack super quickly when you're not following that that routine and you don't have the structure in your days to be able to, to map things out so that they're going to allow you to perform at your highest level. So if you can implement some form of um, of structure and routine over time, then you are going to allow yourself to to, to map things out in a way that will, will um, most likely lead to you being way more productive, getting a lot more done, be able to, to measure your results and make changes when necessary. Number four is that vul- vulnerability is extremely powerful. So even right now, I'm, uh, I'm, I've just recorded this quick little video uh, before I recorded this podcast to show what kind of goes on behind the scenes to recording these solo episodes. And it's not anything, you know, polished. It's not pretty. It's not like a produced video or anything like that. But it's kind of just showing the, the side of things that people don't necessarily show. So you look at things like social media and people just share all the good shit, share all the highlights pretty much and are almost afraid of sharing um, the things that didn't work out. Something that I kind of go out of my way to do is to share as many things as possible, particularly the ones that haven't worked out. So the things that I've failed with, the things that haven't worked out in my favor, um, the goals that I haven't been able to achieve or, or targets that I've set for myself that haven't worked out. And the reason I do that is because people are able to relate to that. And, you know, if you think of something that you feel like people would judge you for and you keep that to yourself or it's something that you're super insecure about or um, or worried about people finding out because that you'll be judged or, or something that you think that people would um, see you in a different light because of, often if that's, if that's the one thing that you're willing to share, then not only do you kind of like free yourself of that mental... Um, mental struggle or mental jail, I think um, I referred to it in, in this email, but it's completely liberating and freeing. So all of a sudden it's, it's not as scary if it's something that, that you are com- completely scared of. Let's say you're scared of public speaking and you don't want any, anyone to know about it. If you just go out and, and, and let people know that that's something you're worried about and then coming back to one of the, the first things I mentioned in here already is just practicing by taking action that over time, all of a sudden that big scary thing, which may be public speaking, becomes not so scary um, in the end of the day. So being super vulnerable, particularly if you've got a brand or a business and showing behind the scenes, showing the things that haven't worked out and the mistakes you've made so then other people can kind of learn from them too. And as I mentioned, it becomes a lot more relatable um, and easier for people to follow along with your journey and, and relate to you as a business and as a person as well. Number five is that consistency is extremely underrated. Now, this, this applies for... Um, particularly health and fitness, definitely, but anything, particularly business and building traction and momentum in any area of your life. So everyone seems to want to see results or, or get from where they are now to where they want to be in as as fast time as possible. So it's overnight, it's a week, two weeks, eight weeks, six weeks, whatever it may be. Everyone wants it yesterday, but no one is really willing to just do the small things consistently well on a daily basis. So when I have, let's say, what's a good example, new trainers who have just finished their, their training qualifications, come and ask me how they can build maybe their social media or build their client base um, and get to the point where they're able to be busy or, or have an audience similar to, to what I do now. And you tell them that they just need to do you know X, Y, and Z on a daily basis over the next three, four years. And it's, it's most of the time it's not what people want to hear because people aren't willing to, to do the, the small boring shit consistently over time, which actually does get your results. So the prime example is this podcast. I've put out one episode every single week since 
the 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 first episode that I launched, and for the first twelve to eighteen months, it, the show didn't have much of an audience at all. It didn't gain much traction whatsoever. But I just knew that if I was consistent with it and I continued to put out content consistently each week, at least once a week, that in time I knew the content was good and when I did eventually get some traction in an audience, then you've got this whole catalogue of episodes there for people to listen to and the consistency kind of pays off. Same thing with social media, um, you know, putting out content every single day that's going to help people. Um, you apply it to, as I mentioned before, your health and fitness. It doesn't need to be perfect like your your training program or your the amount of times you go to the gym or your nutrition in terms of hitting your macros and whatnot doesn't need to be perfect at all. doesn't even need to be close to perfect. But if you're consistent, consistently close enough to your goal, you're consistently doing the, the behaviors and habits that you know are pushing you in the right direction, then in time that starts to compound. It's like when you're you know, like compounding your money in a bank account. Like over time, the small little efforts that are put in there, once they compound over time, lead to huge, huge results. So if there's one thing that you should be focusing on right from the start when you're trying to build or grow anything, it should be consistency before all the flashy stuff or the things that you think are going to get you results quickly. Number six is that everyone has a, share, a story worth sharing. This is something that I'm um, really big on and, and I'd love to try and do a series on the podcast um, around this at some point. But when I think, um, just to relate it back to the podcast, I think about some of the best episodes that I've had on the show before nine times out of 10, they haven't been the huge name that everybody knows or the big profile that I've been super excited to get on. It's been people who are a lot less known, maybe don't even have a profile whatsoever, but they have um, extreme value that they're able to share. And I think this is this applies for absolutely everything. It doesn't need to be for a podcast. It could just be in general. Like everyone has their own story. Everyone's gone through shit. Everyone has stuff that they can share and value they can share with other people and not only does this apply for you know let's say someone's a podcast host listening at the moment that that wants to get guests on not only does that does that apply for people like guests but it applies for people who are listening at the moment that feel like they don't necessarily have anything interesting or special to share with anyone else because i i think that's absolute bullshit i think everyone does um, you know, you look at anyone who has eventually become successful, anyone who, who does well and is at the top of their field, everyone starts off as just pretty much a nobody. Everyone starts off with nothing really interesting or no one even really knows who they are or what they do or whatever. But again, coming back to before the vulnerability thing, unless you are uh, willing to be vulnerable and kind of share your story and um, and believe in the fact that everyone has something that's that's, you know, meaningful and worthwhile sharing then you will just never know. Um, so, if, you know, if you're, again, if you're listening to this at the moment and, and you feel like you don't have anything interesting or you feel like you don't have anything special, I guess, you couldn't be further from the truth. Um, be willing to kind of share your own story. Be willing to, to try and add value to other people and just kind of be yourself. And not only will you be much happier, but you'll also be able to help a lot of people along the way. All right, we've got a few more here. Number seven is that perspective is everything. You know, I referred to it in this this email of, about the fact that, you know, your ability to zoom out on your own problems and worries in life will allow you to see the things in a different light and pull yourself out of whatever situation you're in. You give it the space and time required to make any necessary changes to continue moving forward. So nothing is ever as bad as it seems. And I think it's Gary V who, um, who often talks about how in the end of the day, 
most things, like most things that we think are bad or things that happen that um, are problems, in the end of the day, mean absolutely fuck all. Once you actually kind of zoom out and have some perspective on it, so all the things we worry about on a daily basis, they mean jack shit. And then you know when you when you can look at other people who have actual problems or, or things that um, are far worse than what you're currently going through, then it allows you to have a lot more perspective on um, on your own stuff and and just make the decisions and not get caught up in. I guess all your own emotions and whatnot of, of how bad everything is for you because you're just going to continue to manifest it and, and make it worse for yourself in terms of building more and more momentum and more and more negativity around whatever it is that's kind of bugging you. And if you can have that perspective on on the fact that nothing is ever as bad as it seems, then you'll be able to make much better decisions and, and continue to move forward and make more progress. Number eight is that you should never stop learning and um, I think this is super important because I'll come back to using the example of a, of a personal trainer and after I did my qualifications to become a PT, like I, most of the stuff or 99% of the stuff that I know and share um, on the podcast or with my clients and stuff today is not what I learnt by doing my qualifications as a PT. Um, to this day, I continue to just read and, and watch and listen to as much content as I can um, around health and fitness to continue learning more and more and kind of mastering my craft. But even outside of that as well, it's like learning about business. It's taking things off people who have done it before you have or who have done it better than you have. It's listening to audio books, reading books, listening to podcasts, learning from people who are in better positions than you or, or have done things that you want to achieve at some point in time. And I just think regardless of what age you are, there's, you, you should never, ever, ever stop learning, particularly if you're trying to get extremely good at something. So the worst thing that you can do is have a closed mindset and think that you know everything already because once you once you have that mindset, you're, you're not open to, as the name would suggest, if you have, unless you have a growth mindset, an open mindset, you will not have the ability to be able to consume things that may may very well help you, um, you know, whether you're trying to coach someone, whether you're trying to um, educate other people, whether you're trying to improve on a skill, improve your position, you know, financially within your business, whatever it may be. Like if you're not open to learning more things as often as possible, um, you know, I don't even know if this really relates, but they say you've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. So if you're constantly just thinking that you know everything and you're telling everyone else what to do and you basically act like you know everything, then you're missing out on so much opportunity and potential to continue to grow and evolve um, yourself as well, which then can be shared with other people, I think. So number nine, we've got two left here. Um, Number nine is that the best things in life happen when you get outside of your comfort zone, and I'm a massive believer in this, whether it's physically, whether it's mentally, whatever it may be, I just think some of the the greatest things that have ever happened, um, for me personally anyway, has been when I've been super uncomfortable. So I make it a a conscious effort every single day to try and get as uncomfortable as as possible, as often as possible, and obviously (laughs) for good reason. So even simple things, like I've talked about this before, like having cold showers every single day, if I know that first thing in the morning that, that if I get out of bed and jump in a cold shower, which is something that makes me extremely uncomfortable and it's something that I clearly don't want to do, then the momentum you carry throughout the rest of the day is incredible because you've kind of done probably the hardest thing you're going to do for the day already. So everything else becomes easy. So that decision-making and the discipline to do the things that you know you need to do or maybe don't want to do becomes a lot easier and you start to build on that discipline muscle. 
if you are constantly getting uncomfortable. So if you're just doing the same shit day after day, then you cannot expect a different result. Um, you know, they say that's the literally the definition of insanity by doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So if I bring this back to something to do with health and fitness, if I go for a run, uh, say I go for a 5K run every single day, so I do the same distance, the same track, and I run it in the exact same time, do you really think that over time I'm going to get any fitter or my physique's going to change or I'm going to be challenged or I'm going to have any growth whatsoever? And of course the answer is no, until I get uncomfortable, whether I, I run further, whether I run faster, whether I do a different track, whether I add some form of variables that are going to make it more difficult, that's the only time that things are going to get more, uh, only time things are going to improve is once I get super uncomfortable in some way or another, which is going to give my, my body or my mind a reason to actually change. So the last one here is that life is pretty much like a boomerang. And what I mean by that is what you put out is what will come back to you. So if you're someone who is constantly negative, constantly being rude to other people, constantly putting other people down or being pessimistic 24-7, then that is exactly what's going to come back to you. And the opposite works as well. If you're someone that's super positive, that adds value to other people, that's willing to help other people, that goes out of their way to you know make other people's lives better and your own life and... Um, and, and makes the effort to improve things and, and always stay in that positive mindset, even though clearly there will be times where you will be negative. It's just that's just how it is. It's not like anyone's just positive 24-7, 365. But if you're making the conscious effort to spend more time being positive and spend more time helping other people and doing good for the world, then the rest, that will all come back to you. So just think of it like a boomerang. Whatever you put out in the world is what's going to come straight back to you. And that's something super powerful. And if you can constantly think of that, then you'll be surprised at how much of an impact that can have on your life. So they're the 10 things, 10 of the ten of uh, many, many lessons, but these are the 10 that I kind of put together that I've been able to pick up over these kind of 400 plus episodes of the podcast. And the podcast has been such a powerful thing and enjoyable and um, it's taught me so much and it's obviously been able to help a lot of people that listen to the show as well, which is awesome and I can't wait to see what we learn and what we can share um, after another 400. But I hope you've been able to take some value from this episode today. As I said, I'd love for you to share this episode with a friend if you've enjoyed it or, or share on your story and tag me so I can see who's listening. Um, and if you haven't already, I would really love a five-star review um, on on Apple Podcasts um, rating. Sorry, leave a review if you're enjoying the episode or if there's anything that you want to hear. Um, and again, thanks so much for tuning in and uh, looking forward to sharing some really cool episodes with you guys um, this week and, and throughout the rest of this year as well. So thanks so much for tuning in.